On this episode of Out Loud and Live, we take a look at all your DC Comics favorites come to life on The CW. This week, The Flash goes back to being normal. On Arrow, it's a cry for the canary. And on DC's Legends of Tomorrow, they face their greatest adversary in Leviathan. So let's get ready to take a look at this week's adventures. You're listening to Out Loud and Live with J.C. Alvarez. And welcome to Out Loud and Live. Thanks for joining me. I'm your host, J.C. Alvarez, and we're going to be taking a really spirited look at this week's CW Adventures with all of your favorite comic books come to life. Uh, DC Comics heroes have, of course, taken a brand new leap into prime time with uh, favorite shows like The Arrow, The Flash, and the latest to join the Pantheon, DC's Legends of Tomorrow. And as the shows speed into their season finales, it's quite spectacular what's happening. And, uh, well, on The Flash, it seems to me that Barry is in a bit of a pickle facing one of his greatest enemies, Zoom. Multiverse villain that's come from an alternate universe and has nothing but great contempt for our hero. And he's out to destroy Barry Allen and everyone that he loves. Out to steal his speed force. In a great sense of uh, being the hero that Barry is, he's sacrificed his speed force to save Wally West, uh, the son of his foster father who's raised him, uh, Detective Joe West. And of course, the his true love, Iris West. So uh, Zoom has taken Wally prisoner, and uh, in order to save Wally, Barry has to make the ultimate sacrifice, and that is give up his super speed force uh, to the villain, who turns out to be less, f- more, more friend or foe. It's got a little bit confusing, but when we first meet Zoom at the top of the season, we're kind of uh, left in the shadows of, of who this guy really is, who, who Zoom might be. Uh, and with the advent of another super speedster that comes into uh, Barry's world, uh, the infamous, or rather the original, rather than say infamous, uh, Jay Garrick. Jay Garrick, of course, to Flash fans, is no stranger. Uh, Jay Garrick is the original Golden Age Flash, and the one in which all the speedsters are patterned after. In the Silver Age, uh, our Scarlet Speedster, Barry Allen, was introduced. And uh, he sort of like takes up the helm after being inspired by Jay Garrick's uh, Flash, uh, who to him is nothing more than a comic book character, which is kind of ironic. But uh, as the story has evolved on on, on our show, on the CW hit show, uh, Barry Allen is, uh, of course, a CSI investigator, and he gets caught in a terrible accident. A particle accelerator um, at Star Labs explodes. Barry gets doused by lightning and also uh, falls against a bunch of his chemicals in in his CSI lab and inherits the speed force and becomes this world's The Flash. Um, so, you know, we'll, we'll eventually get into all the dynamics of the first season, but as the second season starts coming to a, shall we say, a crawl, it seems that our big baddie for this, for this year, Zoom, um, has kind of come from an alternate universe in opening up the whole dialogue of the DC Universe multiverse on the, uh, the television series. And um, really just... You know, for all of us who've grown up with the comic books, it's really just fantastic uh, what Greg Berlanti and Andrew Kreisberg have done as far as like opening up this wonderful dynamic um, with, with into the show and introducing the, the uh, multiverse, which, of course, comic book fans mean so much because because really 
the DC universe is based on this sort of like principle that there are all these worlds and on every world there's sort of like a doppelganger of every other hero on some worlds they're villains on some other worlds they're classic heroes uh and and, and even on other on other worlds there's a whole other pantheon of of characters that uh have the same famous names or identities but uh for the sake of our tv show okay we have a primer uh, our earth one where our barry exists and uh, the the, uh, the Flash series has has evolved, of course, spun off from the uh, the original show Arrow, which features the mythology of the Green Arrow. Uh, Oliver Queen is that that centrifugal hero, but uh, as Zoom has has sort of like come into existence and and really just chased after Barry and and, and tormented him, he sort of like wants to capture the Speed Force just for himself, and and is using this to sort of sustain himself. We learned that Jay Garrick may not have been who who he appears to be. Um, Jay Garrick was introduced early on in the season uh, as having escaped from Earth 2 um, and escaped from the clutches of Zoom and apparently was here on this Earth to help our Barry Allen. But turns out that Jay Garrick is indeed someone else entirely. He's actually Zoom, uh, a character by the name of Hunter Zolomon, a serial killer who is now bent on absolute destruction. He's already brought his Earth down to his knees, and now he wants to bring our Earth down to his knees. So we have this dilemma. Our Barry has no powers. Uh, he's given them up to Zooms to save save Wally West. And, uh, and so now he's got to find a way of getting his powers back. Uh, Caitlin was kidnapped. Caitlin Snow, one of, one of Barry's confidants, was kidnapped by Zoom. But it appears that he's decided that he's going to use her as a device to sort of like implement his plan of taking over uh, our Earth, which um, kind of like is leading towards the final arc of the season and the final showdown between Barry Allen, our Flash, and Zoom. So it's been a really intense, intense season this year, and I'm sure that all you Flash fans out there will, will agree that a major component that we're all looking forward to next week on the next episode is the return of Henry Allen, John Wesley Ship, who first brought the role of the Flash to life in the 1990s uh, series on CBS. Um, since then, uh, John Wesley Ship has joined the cast of the Flash, which is starred and led by Grant Gustin, who now is this world's uh, this this uh, cinematic. Uh, universe's Barry Allen, um, but Mr. Ship plays Henry Allen, the father of Barry Allen, who is mistakenly um, put in Ironhide's prison and, and is charged with the murder of Miller Allen, which of course we all learn um, he's vindicated at the beginning of this season and released from prison, but uh, once he gets out of Ironhide's, it seems that uh, Henry has plans of his own and leaves town entirely, leaving Barry and his friends to sort of like kind of figure out this whole uh, Zoom madness for themselves. But as was teased in the trailer, Henry Allen will be returning uh, for the final arc of the season and hopefully will be joining the Flash team in an attempt to um, help Barry gain, regain his powers and finally put an end to Zoom's reign of terror. Um, how this season is, is going to end is going to be pretty spectacular. I'm sure it's going to shape up to be a shocker for everyone, but you know, anyone who's been following this this new show and, and just living it and, and, and really caught up in the action of it, 
it's just fantastic that you know those of us that have grown up being comic book fans are really seeing our stories come to life and and it's just remarkable what's happening grant gustin of course has really brought a lot of heart to the character and just made us all fans of of his version of Bar barry allen and and he's supported by a wonderful cast and and it just makes tuning in every week very very exciting so that's tuesday night and that's the flash on wednesday night the one that started it all, Greg Berlanti, Andrew Kreisberg, and Mark Guggenheim's uh, Arrow, which is, of course, the story of Green Arrow, uh, the Emerald Archer, um, and Oliver Queen's um, vindication to save his city from the clutches of underworld tyranny. Um, this was, of course, a follow-up to the death and demise of Canary, uh, the Black Canary, played by Katie Cassidy. Uh, the episode was called Canary Cry, and it was sort of... A, a great homage to the legacy of, of um, Katie Cassidy's character when she took up the mantle and uh, became one of Star City's vigilantes, assisting the Green Arrow on his escapades. The Black Canary, of course, was killed by this year's bad, big baddie, uh, Damian Dark, the master of magic that is also part of the international terrorist ring called Hive. This is being introduced on this season of the series. Um, the, the character has really sort of like brought a lot of magic and mysticism and, and, and just expanded the background and, and the tapestry of the, uh, of the Arrow mythology. Um, in the comics, of course, the Green Arrow, sort of a B-list character, elevated to new heights by Stephen Amell's portrayal of Oliver Queen and uh, really has a lot more of a density now that he's the center character on Arrow. Having lost one of his, his first loves, uh, Laurel Lance, uh, Katie Cassidy's character, who was also an assistant DA in Star City, uh, had prosecuted Damien Dark in the trial that put him in prison. But as Damien Dark gets out of prison, causes a major uh, jailbreak at Iron Heights, um, she, the Black Canary becomes one of uh, Damien Dark's casualties, first casualties in his uh, vengeance against uh, those who played a, to, tried to defeat him in Star City. So uh, this week they took the Team Arrow, took a slight pause to sort of like, you know, mourn loss of their, of their fallen Conrad. And uh, it was a very tender take and a very tender approach to um, certainly a character that is that is uh, going to be missed. Uh, in the comic books, of course, Black Canary is one of the lead members of the Justice League and um, certainly was moving uh, into a direction of, of being one of the more potent uh, heroes in the uh, DC Comics uh, television universe. Uh, she stood there right alongside uh, the rest of the team when, when uh, they faced um, the enemy uh, the threat of Bandal Savage and uh, and spun off that sort of story into the new series on the CW, uh, the first team-up show, DC's Legends of Tomorrow, which has a group of intrepid young heroes led by Rip Hunter through time and space uh, as they chase down the villainous Vandal Savage. They seem to have finally found a plan to stop Savage, and that's taken them into the future. Um, but upon arriving in the future, um, they, they sort of like run into a whole other layer of, of, uh, of threats. 
when um, when they come across a uh, a huge robot. Well, you know, it's, it's kind of it's a little it's a little more dynamic than that, and probably not describing it very well. But Wade Palmer, who is of course the Atom, uh, faces off against this this rogue robot that takes takes on our heroes uh, as they try to defeat Vandal Savage once and for all. That task falls onto Hawkgirl, who is of course the reincarnated spirit of, uh, of, of that was there at the beginning when Vandal Savage and, uh, and Carter uh, and Shaira sort of like go into this mad pact that has him reincarnating throughout history. So it's up to Hawkgirl to, to take that final strike and uh, bring Vandal Savage down. And just as she's about to do it, she's interrupted by one of Savage's guards. And when he becomes unmasked, she finds out that all this time Vandal Savage has been keeping Carter Hall, Hawkman, um, prisoner, sort of as one of his guards. He's, he's mind-wiped Carter, so he doesn't know who he is, and he holds the key to bringing Hawkman back. So, uh, our, our, you know, our hero there, Hawkgirl, faces this major dilemma where Kendra now has to sort of decide between her soulmate and her, her, the love of, of all of her, of all of her lives, and defeating her sworn enemy. It's a major cliffhanger, but again, it's leading into the final arc of the season, which was, which I'm sure is going to be pretty incredible, as all three of these shows, kind of like, which have, have taken on a life of their own, head into uncharted territory and, and are spinning so dramatically, remarkably well, that it's just keeping fans on their toes. So uh, that's this week's sort of wrap-up on, uh, on the CW Hits, The Flash on Tuesday nights, Arrow, which is featured on Wednesday, and Thursday night's DC's Legends of Tomorrow. I have a more in-depth look at the episodes this week on my wrap-up on the Thrill Seeker HQ website, so go to www.thrillseekerhq.com, go to the I editorial section, and you'll see a uh, sort of like a, a quick a quick write-up about this week's episodes, so you can share thoughts and uh, let me know what you think of uh, my analysis of uh, these episodes so far. In DC Comics news, of course, one of the biggest things that's happening is final days of Superman arc, which is uh, speeding headlong into DC Universe's comic book rebirth, which is going to sort of like rebrand, not reboot, as uh, creative director Jeff Johns has promised, the entire DC Comics line in the way that the New 52 did. But uh, we'll sort of like reinvigorate all of the DC Comics uh, characters and give them uh, fresh spins and uh, just um, a little more creative. Um, a little, they're promising it's, it's it's a more creative than it is cosmetic uh, and um, and retooling of the characters. But um, Superman in the storyline, the final days of Superman, which is spanning all the Superman titles, has because of all of his superheroics recently, he's um, he's exposed himself to the fire pits of Apocalypse. He's uh, fallen into Argus's uh, kryptonite vault uh, when he faced Vandal Savage. And he also fought against um, one of his Kryptonian uh, mythological gods, Rao. And uh, that sort of like sapped him his powers. Well, it's caused a sort of like genetic um, degradation. And the Man of Steel is facing ultimate, ultimate uh, death. So he's recruited Supergirl to sort of like take up the mantle as he faces his his uh, final days and uh he apparently has no cure 
and and we'll see how that plays out. But in the uh, latest chapter, which is uh, in the uh, Superman Wonder Woman issue number twenty eight, um, Diana faces her uh, her former beau. Um, Superman and Wonder Woman, of course, had been in a relationship, and and it recently ended. But uh, but uh, they uh, they sort of like you know rekindle that that romance for one another and that respect for one another, and um, try to figure out if perhaps there is uh, a link between what's happening to Superman and a new uh, character uh, who thinks he's Superman that has appeared at the Daily Planet. And attacked uh, Lois Lane and Jimmy Olsen. Um, there's also a link between what's happening to Superman and his recent battle with Ulysses, which was evolved in the Man of Tomorrow storyline, um, which appeared in Superman comics and was written by Jeff Johns and drawn by the remarkable John Romita Jr. Um, it's now available as a trade unit. If you want to pick that up, I highly recommend it. It was one of the, the best storylines of, uh, of last year. But the life of our greatest hero, Superman, um, the final days of Superman, as written by uh, Peter J. Tomasi, is really worth exploring, and uh, it's I'm sure it's going to evolve really dramatically and lead us straight into Rebirth, which is going to be really great. And um, it also gives us a really great, um, it really elevates the character of Wonder Woman uh, spectacularly, which of course appeared in uh, the blockbuster Batman vs. Superman, uh, Dawn of Justice, the first time that Wonder Woman was was brought to life on the big screen. Uh, but Wonder Woman also recently appeared in an arc in Teen Titans, in issues 18 and 19, where she reveals that Wonder Girl, Cassie Sandsmark, is indeed her niece, uh, which was very interesting and now connects uh, the contemporary Wonder Girl uh, Cassie Sandsmark and member of the Teen Titans to uh, the Amazing Amazons mythology, which is very, very exciting. And over at Justice League, Justice League 49 continues the Dark Side War. It's part nine of that epic conflict, which has all the heroes facing off against the denizens of Apocalypse and the demise of Dark Side, uh, with Lex Luthor having inherited Dark Side's bad power. And uh, they're facing one of the DC Comics' most dangerous epic villains, the Anti-Monitor, who, uh, of course, everyone remembers, uh, was the centrifugal character that brought down um, the epic Crisis on Infinite Earths and uh, therefore re re revitalized the entire DC universe as everything converged into into one universe. The multiverse was destroyed, and it was just after the events of Crisis and Infinite Earths, one universe. But um, as that has sort of like unraveled over the years, the now the DC Comics universe uh, multiverse has been re reinstituted. Uh, we now have a new anti-monitor and a new threat that has sort of like brought down Apocalypse on Earth. So there are, our Justice League heroes are facing off against the Crime Syndicate. Uh, which was, of course, uh, responsible for the uh, Forever Evil um, storyline a couple years ago that um, that really sort of like brought the DC Universe to its knees. So that's sort of like some of the greatest things that are happening this week in comics. And, um, you know, I suggest uh, you send me your comments. Please don't hesitate to write in and uh, let me know what your thoughts are. And, uh, you know, we'll have more. I'll have more for you and I'll be covering some more stuff 
There'll be some really exciting interviews coming up this season on Out Loud and Live, and I ask you to join me. And, uh, and you know, this is an interactive adventure, so be a part of it. And uh, send me your comments and questions, of course, uh, to thrillseekerhq at AOL.com. This is J.C. Alvarez, and you've been listening to Out Loud and Live. I'll have more secrets and surprises with John Wesley Shipp coming up in future episodes of Out Loud and Live. In the meantime, tune into The Flash every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. on The CW. You can also relive the classic Flash. The series is available on iTunes and also on DVD from Warner Home Video. Stay connected. Tune into and subscribe to episodes of Outline and Live on iTunes. You can also visit the HQ at thrillseekerhq.com for additional episodes and check out iEditorial for my reviews and pop culture perspective. Out Loud and Live is now also available as a podcast on iTunes. Send us your questions or comments to thrillseekerhq at aol.com. Please hang up and try again. This is JC Alvarez, and you've been listening to Out Loud and Live. This is a Thrillseeker HQ presentation. Get in the HQ. Go to www.thrillseekerhq.com.